I only do high leverage. I only do high leverage. Max bidding. Max bidding. Max leverage. Better believe it. Better believe it. 30x leverage. Max bidding. Better believe it. purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. All right, welcome to Cash Daddies, where we're banking fatties, man. Wild week, crazy week, Johnny. Crazy week, dude. Pulled market, out of it, huh? Market went down finally! 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 finally. How does that feel? I know a I lot of people were holding their too, nuts. I called it four days too early, man. Four days too yeah. early. I called it, but man, when it went down, it went down fast. Big time. Um, those spy puts went from 88 to 220 in a day. In a day. Yeah. I never thought I was going to pull a profit on those things. And then I, you know, I wake up and bam, we're in the profit. Well, I'm I mean, out. We had guys like, we're dead. We're screwed. We're down. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, man, the VIX is so goddamn low. We're right. We're due for this. And, you Can know, you explain today, that again? I think that's fascinating about the VIX. Can you explain that again? Yeah, the VIX is the volatility index. If you look at VIX, it's the volatility index. And basically, I looked at it and I put out that uh, I put out that reader thing. I think Thursday. Yeah. And um, and I said, look, we can't buy anything now because the goddamn VIX is at a three month low. A thing went from like 28 down to shit. It was like 15, 16, 17. And then I want to say either Thursday or Friday. Holy shit, man. The market went down uh, almost 2% across the indices. And, and of course, the VIX went up 8, 9, 10%. Volatility just went crazy. Um, and this is the third day in the row it's happened. So uh you know the markets across the board have gone down the vix is going up there's volatility um so we did make money if you dollar cost average from the original 230 that we bought on the spy puts um yeah you made money um and we're not out of coin yet coin no still we're still in coin yeah we're in those coin puts we're a we're a few points away from banking on coin um I'm already, I'm already in the money by a good, good margin. I think. Oh, from it's where a I seventy-one. Bought, yeah. I'll be in the money. It drops another two, three points. And I'll be out. That's and unbelievable. So, we were, I mean, we were, we were dead just a couple of days ago, and then you were, you were, uh, you ended up. How he's always. It's amazing. How he's always right. It's amazing. Seventy went from seventy-four. The coin went from seventy-four to one twenty-five, and I was like, oh Jesus, this is some fake pumped-up shit. Yeah, it boy, it felt like that, didn't it? Because there was no reason for it to be to be no, moving I, up. No, it was short squeeze guys just covering shorts. Um, you know, it's kind of headed towards a meme stock. They do. How did they problems. do that? How did they, did they just have enough, they have enough volume that they can make the stock move like that? Is that how that works? Well, a lot of it, a lot of it is these hedge funds that shorted the shit out of it. And all of a sudden it pumps up five, 10 points. And these hedge funds, in order to cover the shorts, they have to buy the stock back to cover the shorts that pumps it up higher. So the more they're covering the shorts, you have millions of dollars pumping this thing up. It's falsely going to 110, 115, 120, 125. 
Um, you just got to wait them out, right? That- yeah, and that's what happened. And I think that's a big reason why we saw the market just jump up uh, 20% in the month of June and July. So um, I felt we were going to correct. It looks like we're correcting now because, you know, we didn't even really get that dead cap bounce I thought we might get today. Um, no, not so at all. So last week, you know, I told everyone, look, sell, sit back, gain cash, hold the dry powder. We're going to have opportunities here. It's coming again. We're going to have some nice, nice opportunities. I love it. All um, right. Uh, we got oil's a- going up. Oil's uh, spiking right now, last couple of days. So, uh, you know, with that. How do you feel said- about oil? Is this a good time to get into oil? What do you think Is it for, for the for the fall and winter? I'm so pissed off because last week we're talking about OXY Oxy. It's at yeah. 64. Yeah. I think it's, it's fucking 73 and, you know, APA, these things are just spiking. I still like XLE. That's my pick of the week. XLE. Okay. Um, I, I think it's the energy select fund. It's at a one month high. Uh, it's trading at 82. It looks like it's headed back to 90. Um, I got a lot of readers that own it. They're like, you know, should we sell it to gain money? I'm like, I can't tell you with good faith to sell it because it's still going up. Just sit back and and ride it. You know, the market's going down and this is going up. Don't sell it. You know, make as much as you can. Um, What do you think about owning energy sector stocks long term? Do you think that's a good strategy? I think long term, that's yeah. where you know companies like Plug P L U G come in because I think you want to probably go clean energy long term. Um, companies like Plug, uh, there's a few other hydrogen related companies. Um, I think, you know, look, we're we're not getting rid of oil and gas anytime soon. No. This isn't going to happen overnight. I still like, I still like. You know, you can't bet against Exxon the profits these guys are making. But it seems like the government is tilting the table in favor of the clean stocks. You're right. You're right about that. The clean energy companies. I mean, I think companies like Plug Power are going to be, you have to own that long term. That's when we got in at 15, 16. I think it's up to 26. So, yeah, right. absolutely. But, um, yeah, my pick of the week this week, it's uh, I, I got to stick with XLE. I like the energy sector. I think it's breaking out. We're headed up further. Um, and with that being said, I think the rest of the market, technology, uh, some of these other uh, pharmaceuticals, biotech, uh, these things are headed south. They're headed south. I think they have more to go. Um, and at some point, they're going to be excellent buys. We're going to have, you know, I'm looking at Meta, man, M-E-T-A. Really? Okay. So 161 down from 183 last week. Um, 158, 159, probably make some calls on it. So, no, ended up being a decent week, man. Ended up being a much better week than I thought it would be. What do you think about AMC? I know you sent me a text like, let's check out AMC right now. And I know they had this thing where they, it wasn't a split. They created a new ticker symbol for, for a preferred stock. Yeah, and, and then lost more than the new stock was worth in value on the on their original AMC stock. Well, well, why would they do that? I don't because they didn't raise any money, right? If they lost as much, you know what a lot of guys did that were smart. A lot of guys shorted AMC last right week. Before, they yeah. knew they were going to issue this shitty stock. Uh-huh. They shorted AMC and they bought the preferred. Holy shit! Oh, AMC yeah. last week was at twenty five. Today it's at nine fifty. And I think the preferred came out at like, I don't know, five or six. It's up to seven. Yeah, something like that. Not not so, even close to what they lost. 
Yeah, they actually ape, A-P-A-P-E-A. It was at, uh, shit, you could have bought that thing yesterday at like five sixty to 7 bucks. A lot of traders, look, everything is so whacked about that. You know, AMC could go bankrupt. A lot of the companies around it are. Um, I feel bad for a lot of these people that have listened to these meme clowns online that, you know, these guys were buying AMC or holy shit. Bed Bath and Beyond when we trashed it last yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. We trashed it and Sam said, he, Sam said he didn't like it because they sold butt plugs. Um, which <laughs> hey, if you listen to them, you would have saved yourself a lot of money. We, we I had guys on there saying, Hey, what do you think of Bed Bath and Beyond? It's at 24. A lot of my friends say it's going to 60. And I said it's garbage, man. Stuff is shit. Uh stock was at 25 last week, finished today at 870. There's I just mean, not enough money on Reddit to to make any meaningful difference there, right? Dude, you're not gonna look, these guys, the apes, I, I give them credit. You know, they their philosophy is is good. They're trying to bring down a lot of these guys shorten stocks. You know, you're competing with millions and millions and millions of dollars. So, you know, let's say there's a hundred thousand of you and you're all investing in a thousand. That, that's you know, that's five or ten families that have money with hedge funds, you know, billions of dollars. So it's tough. It's tough. So, you know, we like to see which direction it's going and if it's legit and jump on the backs and just bank fatties. That's all we're doing. What are preferred? I don't quite understand what preferred shares are. I understand that any company can issue preferred shares, preferred stock, and a lot of them don't. Preferred stock is different. I don't, they kind of just issued more shares here. And at some point, what they're, what I've read is that the actual, the actual A shares of the AMC, uh, they'll meet in the middle and combine with these new shares, and it'll be the same price. That's what I heard today. I don't understand. Preferred stock. What's the point? Different. Well, well, they're calling these preferred shares. Those what they, they're calling them AMC preferred shares is what they're calling. Them. And but but when I'm reading about it here, it says their stock's going to have the same voting rights as common stock. It says the AMC preferred stock is going to have the same economic rights as common stock. Uh, it. Let me see. If it pays a cash dem- dividend on the common stock, the preferred stock is going to get the same dividend. If AMC is re- acquired in a merger, the preferred stock gets paid the same price as the common stock. And it says uh, the preferred stock can be convertible into common stock if AMC shareholders ever approve enough shares. So what's the point? I just don't understand it. It's almost I like diluting just, your shares. I think right? they just added more shares. I think they added more shares. That's what they did. Because the normal preferred stock... You know, if IBM issues preferred stock, it's basically known as a safer entity to invest in. In other words, mm-hmm. if IBM was ever to go bankrupt, the bondholders would get paid first, the preferred stockholders would get paid second, and the actual shareholders would get paid last. You know, you buy an IBM preferred stock, sometimes it yields four or five, six percent. You buy it at $25 or par, doesn't move a lot, you know, it doesn't move a lot, but it has a nice yield. Got so- it. People okay. with a lot of money, it's it's attractive. You know, they can buy a, a solid preferred stock and get a nice five, six, seven percent yield on it. Okay. All right. I got a couple of questions here from uh Instagram. This guy's asking, this is RJ Santoya. Good stocks to buy for the monkeypox lockdown this fall. If if there is gonna be a lockdown, which there's not gonna be a lockdown for monkeypox, but if there if there is some kind of future lockdown scenario, let's say, what what, what would you be looking for? 
Like what Dude, kind of I stocks mean, would I, you look for in that situation? You got to look and see who's developing the monkeypox because I, I don't know if it's Moderna or I haven't researched what company it is, whether it's J&J, Bristol-Myers, Moderna. You know, if you think it's going to continue spreading and, and, and you know, buy one of those, buy whoever has that vax because you can go get vax for that right now. Oh, yeah. All the gays are. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. I mean, you see yeah. every, everywhere they offer this thing, they're lined up. Yeah, I came uh, home the other day. My girlfriend asked me if I got the vax. I was like, not yet. <laughs> Have you seen the faces of these guys that get this shit, man? Horrible. Oh, it's gnarly. There was some guy on the news the other day with his nose just falling off. I mean, his nose was just lump. black. Yeah. That shit's nasty. It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. RBFL 78 asks, when are we having Tommy G back on? We should have Tommy G on, right? It's been yeah, a while. Yeah. Yeah. I talk to him all the time. I'll, uh, I'll talk. We'll get him back on. Okay. This is from urban Chippewa. Uh, Hey Johnny, join the Dodger blue Braves suck. Well, you can go fuck yourself, sir. I will not be joined. The Braves are the I hottest agree, team in man. baseball right now. Thanks. The thanks Dodgers. to the Yankees yesterday, by the way, for taking out hey, the Mets for us. We needed that. Listen, I think we got another, we got, I think we got a chance to beat them tonight. Is DeGrom tonight? Is he going tonight? I don't know. He, they pushed him back, right? Yeah, that's. I'm glad. Yeah. Okay, good. It's, it's not Degrom. Okay, uh, this is Ron Austin. Music asks, uh, do you have any uh, crypto picks, Howie? I know it's been a while since you made your big chain link. Uh, yeah, man. Pick. I just you got anything I else. Just, I I'm sticking with the chain. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sticking with the chain link, man. That's link. Um, what do you think of crypto? I've never really talked to you about that. What you think of crypto in general? Do you think of crypto as a viable long term uh, investment? I think so, man. I mean, look at Chainlinks at 720, bought it at six, still up. I mean, I would think long-term Bitcoin, Ethereum, what they're doing. So I think some crypto is going to be here. Um, I think it'll it'll last. I think most of them will are are screwed. Um, but you know, Ethereum, Bitcoin, um, I think they'll be around. I don't think they're going anywhere. All right. All right. Uh, what uh, this is from drinking and thinking. What real estate investment trust do you feel like have the most upside stag versus O? And then does Ford have a billion dollar lawsuit uh, having a billion dollar lawsuit change your thoughts on their stock? Two questions. Um, as far. Yeah. Stag's a solid uh, uh, real estate investment trust. I think we talked about that on the show before. Um, stag industrial. Uh, I think that is the one. Uh, if it's STAG industrial, that's the one that pays the 4.4% dividend. We've talked about it. That's a yeah, that's it. Stag industrial. Yeah, that's solid. And and I mean, if you look at it right now, it's probably a hell of a buy right here at 32. The thing actually hit 45. Um, yeah, that thing's solid. Uh, as far as what was the second part of that? Ford, uh, does, does Ford having a billion dollar lawsuit change your thoughts on Ford? It, it doesn't for one reason, because the market knows. The market knows everything. And that that news came out, and shit, the stock today was it was up a little bit. Um, not much, but it's, it hasn't changed. It's at 1532. Uh, it, it dumped yesterday when the market was down four or 500 points. Uh, but no, it doesn't. It doesn't change anything. Okay. Um, you right. know, they made job cuts, which which sucks. Uh, yeah. but they'll save money. They're definitely laying off, but everybody's laying off. You're going to see every company doing that. All right. Uh, this is last one from Marcus. I just thought this is funny because he's thinking along the same lines as you. It seems like, uh, what are your thoughts on XLE right now? Crash down into the sixties in July rebounding nicely. There are a, uh, a few macro economists, economists, sorry, 
uh, calling for a sorry, my screen has got a reflection on it and it's impossible for me to fucking read. There are uh, multiple macro economists calling for a five to 10 year bull market in energy, possibly a strong entry point for a long term hold, which is exactly what you were saying earlier. Right. Yeah, I got to agree with you. I do. Another thing, too, is like I've heard some scary numbers on natural gas. Uh, I got a guy that trades that commodities. Really? Natural gas. Uh, there's no t- telling how high that could prices on natural gas could go over the next few years. So um, I do like XLE uh, and anything related to natural gas. you got to look at it. Very serious right now. All right. Uh, that's it for questions, Howie. You want to get us into this interview? Let's do it, man. We got an awesome interview today. We finally are getting back on track with some business owners so that you readers have an idea of what you're going through every single day or people you know that own businesses or you want to own a business someday. But let's do it, man. Let's let's get right into this interview. It's going to be awesome. Guys, times are tough. Fuel prices are through the roof. Cost of food is insane. And people have even started to lose their homes. But there can be a positive to this. Recessions are where more wealth is made than in any other time in the economic cycle. Take the last recession. Those who invested in property and stocks more than doubled their money in less than two years. But no market rose like crypto, where people made 10x, 50x, even 100 times over the same period. That's what James McMahon did. On his Crypto with James YouTube channel, he told his 21,000 subscribers to invest in the same 26 coins that he did. Had you invested $100 into each, you'd have been in profit more than $123,000. His top pick of the year, a crypto called Phantom, went up a staggering 692 times. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify it yourself. James will be sharing every coin he buys during this recession on his Copy My Crypto membership site. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest. You just copy James. So join the 2,800 members who copy James by going to copymycrypto.com forward slash Sam. That's copymycrypto.com slash Sam. It's your call. You can thrive in this recession or be another victim. Visit the site and copy James now. And we got a special guest right now. We told you guys we're going into the business owner uh, sector right now. Find out what it takes to start a business, own a business. Good friend of mine. I've known this guy since we were little kids, man, from Saratoga, New York. What's up, my man, Rory Wilson? How are you? What's up, Howie? How you doing, my man? It's good, brother. It's good down here in New York City. Still smells like urine, but I'm getting through it. Um, can't <laughs> wait to come up there to Toga, man. Sam and I are performing up there September 30th, right up the street from Rory's beautiful pizza place, um, Putnam Den, Putnam Place. I think they changed their name a little bit. Who knows? They We're going to have a blast. So, Rory, oh, we got we got the, the we got the flyers hanging up for you in, in the You store. got the flyers up? Oh, yeah. Got those beautiful mugs in the uh, in the store? Yes, sir. <laughs> All the locals, half my degenerate friends from high school can go in and see me in a fucking fruity-looking tracksuit. I have to keep uh, putting new ones up because everybody keeps drawing on your face, but th- that's besides <laughs> I'm sure, man. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a beautiful thing, man. So, so... I go back a long ways with Rory. His his dad was actually my JV basketball coach back in the day. Great coach, great player. Um, and Rory, you're a guy that basically I always talk about because 
you kind of were in the corporate world for a while and then decided, hey, you know what? I've done this a while. I think it's time for me to start my own business. And uh, talk, correct me if I'm wrong, but you worked for McDonald's, correct? And like human resources? No, well, I did work for McDonald's, but they didn't want me anywhere near human resources. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> well, you know, I know you. So, you know, it's um, I have your same sense of humor. So that gets me into trouble. Bad. Yes. You got to have right. some fun. Oh, but I I did start uh, with McDonald's. I started at the lowest of lows, man. I was right there as a crew person and then uh, worked my way up to uh, an assistant and then a store manager. And then I was a supervisor, a uh, field consultant, a training consultant. And, you know, yeah. just wanted to stop the traveling and all that. And then decided to, you know, I had a friend that uh, was looking into it also and this came into our laps. So did you know anything? Did you know how to make a pizza before you got into the business? Um, what, What's that stuff? Bouboulé there, that uh, pizza that you put sauce on and cheese. That's about all I knew. It. Elio's. I, I could put that in the oven. That's about it. That was it? That was yeah. it. So you basically just, I mean, you were at McDonald's for like, what, a couple decades? Yes. Yep. So yep. You, you just said, look, saved a little coin. Um you know, with the time, were you looking into like bars, restaurants, or were you just like, let's go pizza? You know what? It, it was actually whatever came up. And so this pizza place came up and it was a great location, still a great location, as you know, uh, you know, located right there on Caroline Street in Saratoga, where all the action happens. You and have one of the best locations. And that brings me to the first question. How important is like you're opening up? You know, I don't care if it's a UPS store, uh, nail salon, clothing store. How important is location? Well, as I did learn, I, I did learn a lot from McDonald's. I will say that. And as you can see, where you go in any town, there is McDonald's on almost every single corner that you go through because they go through and research it. And location, because you want to see if you can get in and out of a restaurant or whatever you're talking about, you know, what's the access to it? You know, what's the viability of it? So location plays a huge part in it. You want high, high traffic. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And, and that being even better is foot traffic. Well, for us, yes. We, you know, we're probably one of the lucky pizza places out there that we're probably half and half where we're foot traffic and up to delivery 50 50 you know we sure. get so much traffic yeah you're located literally right in the middle of about five bars you know uh, yeah we have the you know the, the old uh clancy's right down the street and trotter yeah. we have uh dango's right across the street from us that uh for some reason has lines out the road to get in every saturday <laughs> I know the last time I was the last time I was there there wasn't lines probably because I was there and people just cleared out but <laughs> yeah. I went in there there was nobody there it started lightning that's oh that's right that's right yes yeah that was bad but I mean so you get a lot of the just like late night just shit faced kids walking in <laughs> uh yeah we actually um the other night it was uh friday night and i was pretty tired it's probably uh 1 or so and i was getting ready to go home in the morning and these two people come in and they go hey uh can we get a, a vegan pizza oh. and we're like, 
Oh, we don't have them out. Yeah, we, we don't have them out for slices, but we can make you one. And uh, they're like, okay, well, we'll wait. And so we told them it was going to be a half hour, 40 minutes, just because of the you know placement of the pizzas and, and, and you know, things of that nature. So as I'm leaving, the girl says, jeez, uh, what, what is the process with this? What, 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 why does it take so long? So I go, do you really want to know? <laughs> and she goes, you know, her and her drunk boyfriend are like, yeah, sure. And I go, well, you know, we take the dough out. We got to pan it out. And she goes, like all the other ones? I said, no, you have a special pizza. Yeah. And, uh, you're a pussy. Yeah, well, uh, so, you're the only so, pussy that's come in here tonight that well, hasn't ordered a regular pizza. And that's so I she so I started stuttering over some of my words. So she just started laughing at me, her and her boyfriend. So I just said, all right, fuck it. I'm done. And I started walking out. I yelled to the to our people. I said, just get them their fucking vegan pizza. Would you and get them out of here? And then yes. I, so my wife was still in there with some of the workers and they started calling me a clown and they were going to go online and shut my business down. Yeah. And, you know, all this horse shit, you know? It's going to be a lot more than you two vaginas. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. I mean, seriously, man. I mean, I just, I know we're in a politically correct era and, and yes. I'm so far beyond that. But if a dude comes in and starts complaining about a vegan pizza, I mean, I'm not going to be nice to him unless he came in on a scooter, uh, you know, wearing like a, a pink shirt and maybe some green socks. I don't know, man. I'm just, that shit would drive me crazy. <laughs> I would just, I wouldn't be good. I wouldn't be good. I mean, I used to bartend and that was bad enough. I mean, you know, do you guys have, uh, do you guys have wheat free beard? You no, man, we don't No. Well, no. what, what, what do you want? They used to say that shit. Do you have like vegan free vodka or fucking oh. free vodka? And I'm like, dude, it's made with fucking potatoes. I look it up. They've been doing it for thousands of years. You know, the dairy free cheese and thing. It's just, yeah. oh. it's, you know, everybody's got an allergy nowadays. It's, it, it's, it's just today. It's, it's fucking, that must drive you crazy. Plus you're in like Saratoga. You got the college there, Skidmore. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you're going to have to cater to. Oh. Oh, well, we have our we definitely have our gluten free pizzas also that uh, we get a lot of orders from them for that. Jesus Christ. So but, but so you, you start your your pizza business, you start now. How rough were the first few years? Um, the, the first couple of years, uh, I'm not you know, what actually was like the first year. And because uh, and once again, I had some lucky uh, people around me and I had some luck around me that. So my kids were still in high school, um, you know, so the kids started coming down from the high school during their senior lunches. So we built up a pretty good lunch. Uh, so we knew a lot of the people out there. So I was very lucky. And the other big piece that I will say to this is that this was a known entity. Yeah, that was already there. And you kept the same name. You didn't change it to like Rory's Fresh Pizza. No. Ben no, DeAndre's it Pizza for years. They were on Broadway for many years, and then they moved down to Caroline Street in 1994. And so we bought it in 2007. We kept all the recipes the same. Uh, every you know everything was just the same. We didn't change anything because it was successful. So why yeah. change it? Yeah, right. Yeah, that makes and, and you do see a lot of people that go into business like, hey, you know, 
no one's ever had a cherry colored cupcake in this fucking store before. Let's <laughs> let's change this. Let's put, you know, I mean, sir, you see this shit all the time. Like, right. what hey, makes you what, think? What is that? Why is that going to work? Uh, all right. The one thing we did was we uh, actually put the chicken bacon ranch pizza in there. They didn't have it at the time. And that's actually taken off. But they they when we got there, they had a beautiful buffalo pizza where you you did the, the sauce was buffalo. You, you know, you put the cheese on and then you, you dip the chicken in buffalo sauce and you put it on. Same thing with the barbecue. And, and people love that. Yeah. No, you guys, man, it, that every time I'm up there, man, there's always people in there. You know, I go in there at noon or one. I'm hanging out with a couple of homeless dudes. You know, we're eating slices. Well, you you, you tend to bring a lot of them around when you yeah. are here. They follow me, baby. They follow they me. Do. That's what I got going. <laughs> so you've been there, I want to say, what, 10 years? Oh, it's uh, been uh, 15 years. God damn, 15 years. Yep. And and you stay busy year round because you got yep. to college. Yeah, uh, but this week, tell us why. Why is this week? It's got to be your busiest week of the year. It is our busiest week of the year, um, especially with now the the days of Monday and Tuesday of no horse racing. So people are still, you know, hanging around waiting for the end of the week. And then also we have Wiz Khalifa tonight at SPAC. That and, rocks. There's how many people? There's gonna be so many just stoners yeah, just yeah. ordering pies. Yeah, and then we have Chris Stapleton on Friday night, and then Travers on Saturday. So we're gonna have close to probably seventy thousand people milling around Saratoga here. So let's 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 in in for the people out there. You know they're wondering why is this weekend busy? Because he he's got his pizza place in Saratoga, New York. It's you know, in the summer from in July and August, it's the biggest horse thoroughbred racing town in the world. Um, and this weekend is the million dollar plus. Well, actually, I think it's a five million dollar Travers now. Um, it's like the Kentucky Derby. It's like the Midsummer's Derby. It's the yeah. biggest horse race in the world. It's Saturday. There'll be it's televised. Hundreds of thousands of people in Saratoga raising hell. Um so how many pies between Thursday and Sunday will you deal out? That that's that, that's a great question. Um Did you ever try to keep track? Uh I have actually, but then I get so irritated with everything that's going on around me. I just stop counting. I'm like, fuck it, let's just get them in and out as quickly as we can. So all those high school kids you got working for you, you just like they gotta drive you crazy. Uh yes. Jesus. My my wife will come down and she'll she works with us and uh she'll be on the front counter and guys are hitting on her all the time. All the time. See, and that's a difference because like when Rory and I were back working back in the day, it's all changed. Like, you know, back in the day, you know, you could walk by, wish a girl happy birthday and just like slap her in the ass, she'd give you a hug, you know. Right. You do that shit today and you're looking at five to ten. I mean, you know, you look at like so like in your you got kids in the back, you got a couple kids cooking, you got a guy and the girl in the cast register. It's like, you know, when it's Bobby's birthday and, you know, Sheila, they're both going to be seniors. She comes up and slaps him in the ass. You can be like, hey, Bobby, man, she kind of likes you. But, you know, if Bobby goes by and slaps Sheila on the ass, it's like, Bobby, Jesus, we not we got to let you go. I got to fill out this report. 
it's changed, man. Human, it's fucking changed. It's it's totally different. Yeah, uh, there's no more grab ass. It, it takes the fun out of it. Well, I mean, just even you know, uh, watching uh, you know things like this, you know, people get offended easily, and, and all we're doing is sitting here joking around right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, just talking about simple sexual harassment, which you know, <laughs> right? Just simple sexual harassment. Right. People don't realize a lot of times it helps self esteem. You know, people take it the wrong way. Nothing, you know, a little just, you know, docile sexual harassment. Next, you know, it, some girl's getting an A versus a B on her fucking paper because she's pumped up that somebody grabbed her ass. You know, no one talks about those things anymore. They don't, you know, you don't hear shrinks talking about it. No, I mean, I'm sure that stuff happened in the good old Hoosick Falls school, but, you know. They did. You know, we, we were different. Who's it falls? You know, like there was a big news this weekend, Johnny, one of the top horse trainers in the world, Chadwick Brown. Uh, oh. he, uh, he, he grabbed one of his, uh, exercise riders, this female that he used to bang yeah. and he threw her down the stairs, then chased her down the stairs after he tossed her down the stairs, tossed her a little beat and then choked her out. What'd she do uh, wrong? I mean, well, she broke into his house with the key that he gave her. Uh, she broke into the house and evidently he was in bed with his new girl and he didn't quite you know, think about the whole, what the positive threesome thing could have been. And he just lost his shit and threw her down the stairs, got arrested. Oh. Um, you know, and who's it falls. We didn't do that. We didn't, we didn't beat our way. Our women beat us. Um, they did, you know, girls from who's falls. You didn't fuck with them. They'd knock the shit out of you. No, they, they, I think the majority of them run your wrestling team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or they could have been. But yeah, that's a, that's big news up there right now. And it's kind of wild because it's like, you know, I was talking to my uh, one of my friends from Mechanicville, the girl I went to school with, and I'm like, so he threw a girl down the stairs, beat her up a little, then choked her out, and the bail was like only twenty five hundred bucks. He's back, he's back in the racing. They're not really talking about it. And I said, what's going on? And she said, Howie, you don't know the whole story. You know, it it really wasn't his fault. And then I'm I that took me right. I was like, whoa. This is kind of good. Maybe we're getting back to the old days. <laughs> you know, she's she's like sticking up for the beatdown. I was like, holy shit, man. Um, but that's big news up there right now, right? The uh, oh, domestic abuse. You know what? I was driving uh, by the uh, police station the other day on a delivery. And um, there, uh, I think it was 10, 13, and 6 were all lined up. And uh, Spectrum News were all lined up waiting for him to come out, I believe. You know, it's not no, the first sure. Philly he's ever whipped, but I'm sure it could be the last. I mean, that's uh, – I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Well, he got in trouble, too, a few years ago. Yeah, that was that was for not paying his employees. Correct. Right, well, yes. it, was, it was only a couple million or something. I mean – Very minute number. Very minute number. This dude's a legend. Yeah. Dad yeah. Brown, man. So, so this weekend, do you have a goal – like you're you're a business owner. Do you have a goal in how much you want to do and grow sales like from Thursday to Sunday? Yes, I do. What's that number? I'm not going to tell you that number. <laughs> All right, it's got to be six figures. You know what? It, it's 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 a big number. We're having a great uh, summer right now. Uh, it, it, I'm hoping you know we do at least ten grand on Saturday. Saturday, ten grand, and and and. That's that's a big number because you don't even sell alcohol there. No, not at all. So I mean, you're talking really, 
you know, a lot of it, because we stay open until three o'clock in the morning, you know, from nine to three, people are just lined up and, you know, deliveries aren't as big, but, you know, they're okay. But I mean, it's just person after person after person. You just try to get them in and out as quickly as possible. Your your delivery numbers, have they gone back to where they were before the pandemic now or, or are they still a little more delivery heavy than than before? We've actually picked up delivery wise and, it, and it's it's gone down a little bit, but not a lot. What I did, um, I actually utilize DoorDash now. That's, that's a, for some reason, that's a huge app that, you know, yeah. just, but what I worked out with them was I will, my drivers will bring that food. We're not going to have DoorDash drivers bring it because who am I going to yell at? When yeah, they yeah. So I was lucky to have that. And, and DoorDash is just, it's just huge. Oh, it's the biggest. Yeah. Biggest. Yeah, absolutely. Now do they hurt you. Is that, are they cutting into your business with, uh, with that? Or is it a pretty fair deal? Would you say? Uh, you know what? I, I would have to think right now for myself, it's a pretty fair deal because the other way that uh, I've been um, lucky on, and I do consider myself very lucky, is that I've been able to have enough staff to keep my store open seven days a week, where some places are closed in Sundays or Mondays or Sundays and Mondays. So we're starting to see that business come to us. Right on. Okay. How much how much has technology helped your business with all these new apps and, you know, laptops and being online, being able to order online? How, that's got to have helped your increase your numbers. It, it has. Um, I just recently back in June had to buy a new register system for my downtown store uh, because my old one finally broke down that I had for 13 years. That was so out of date. Wow. <laughs> It was it was crazy. So now I have one that is based on the web and, you know, I can fix things immediately. So it, it, it has helped us. Absolutely. All right. Two last questions here. Number one, for the listeners, for our readers out there that, you know, they've been working in the corporate world. Maybe they want to start a restaurant, a bar, a pizza place. What what's what what are a couple pieces of advice that are important that you'd give them? You got to have money. I mean, that that is a, a given now. Uh, you you got to have some cash to you know, put something down. You, you want to make sure that you have the good credit. I know I'm stating things that are obvious, but sometimes you forget about those things. You just say, hey, I'm going to go buy this. But then, you know, you, you want to make sure you look at the people. Yeah, my thing is you all look at the people's numbers if it's someone you're taking over or you. But to what you talked about earlier was location. And, you know, am I bringing a good product to that location if it's brand new? Like I see all these coffee shops trying to pop up and it's like, how much more coffee do we need in this yeah, world? Coffee and muffins. Like, hey, did you check out the new muffin shop on the corner? What the fuck? Are you right? Who, I mean, who the fuck is going to let me? Can I get two dozen muffins for the next two weeks? Come on. Right. Yeah. You know, right. No, it's it, it's it's weird. You see, and it's everywhere, man. You see some weird shit where I where we live in the West Village here. You you know, it's like uh, yeah, a new don donut shadow. Yeah, shot oh yeah, here. and like, you know they'll make it for maybe all three months. Day. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So no, that's good advice. You do you got to to own a business. You the what you're basically saying is you got to develop a really good relationship with the banks. 
because yeah. you need them on your side for tons of different reasons. I mean, yeah. you're going to be making deposits. You may need a loan at some point. Correct. Uh, you know, uh, so that, no, that's good advice. Now, the second question here at Cash Daddies, I mean, basically, we're all about investing, investments, uh, retirement plans for business owners, for the employees. Um, you own a pizza place, but you obviously now you're not at McDonald's anymore. You don't have a 401k. They're not matching you. You have no pension. What do you do for your retirement? Uh, th that's a great question. And, and I've, uh, you know, I, I think I've waited not too long, but like I never really gave it much thought to your point. Like, you know, once I was done with McDonald's, what am I going to do when I need to retire? So, you know, if I could say anything also to anybody, if you are going to go in and get a business, also purchase the building that you're going to be in. Because then that way, once you pay that building off, it's all yours. And then your retirement can be, hey, I'm going to sell my building because no one else wants to take over for me. And I can sell the business at the same time and make some extra cash. So what you're saying is you still need to set up a SEP IRA for yourself within that yeah. business. Yeah, you got you to do everything, man. <laughs> you know, and, and everybody thinks that it's like, you know, they say, well, you're, you're, you know, you're the owner. You've got tons of money. That's not the case. You know, I, I get up in the morning. I, I try to take care for, uh, of my family, provide. I'm not trying to cheat anybody. I'm not trying to do anything. And, and it's a hard job. I love it. I'm not complaining, but it's a hard job. Yeah. You got to be there all the time. You have bills. Um, yeah. That type of thing. Yeah, sure. So so right now you would say you're probably not really invested in like the stock market or any no. kind of bonds or all no. right, we got to get you on that. I'll stop in. I'll sit you down. We'll get you a set by and Ray, baby. All right. We'll get you going with some tax deferred money that you can, uh, you know, so next year, instead of claiming that you made 40,000, you only made 20. Well, uh, my cousin is my uh, accountant, so he uh, he watches me pretty heavy. But oh, yeah. I will say this. Cash is king. <laughs> no, yeah, shit, yeah. Well, you know, if you can find ways to spend it, there's only so much. You, go, you, you can only have so many safes lying around the house. Correct. I got one last question for you. Do you think the path you took is a path that used to be something that young people aspire to, you know, working their way up through an organization, but, you know, building their their experience and getting a good resume and then and then kind of set it, you know, stepping out into the world and trying to make it on their own. Do you think that that's a path that's still there? One. And if it is still there, why why do you think it seems like more young people like I, I've been saying this on Tempo Hat. They they do these career surveys with kids now. And the thing that they put the, the most popular thing by far that most kids want to be is famous, just famous, not a job, not a you know, not not any not even like a TikTok star just famous that's the word and i and I, I wonder why if if that path is still there well why do you think kids aren't choosing it as much young people aren't choosing it as much i i will tell you this i i don't think that path is there as much as it was for us okay uh, past because because what happens is is now you start seeing where well mcdonald's is a shitty job burger king is a shitty job you know these places are but you know what they're really not you can build. I mean, I learned a lot for my business from McDonald's. Absolutely. And but to your point, what these kids want nowadays is they want the instant gratification. 
They, they don't want to wait. They don't want to work hard. They, to your point, they just want to be famous. And that, and, and unfortunately I think that's proven, you know, with the Kardashians and shit like that, where, Oh, wow. That's how I can make money. Well, yeah, probably not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you want to go out and blow three or four people, get it on the internet. Yeah. It'll help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they, I mean, even that they weren't starting on the question and you come up with blown. <laughs> no, he's right. I mean, but even the Kardashians, it's not like you can't just blow somebody and get famous. They started out famous. You know, I mean, their their oh. families are famous. So even, you know, only fans is really I mean, that's the modern entrepreneurship is just starting an only fans page and hooking up with your boyfriend. People people will will pay to look at people's feet. I, I've actually yeah. looked. Yeah. Dude, there's pay. a website to buy underwear. How much do you pay for that? For How much does that cost you? <laughs> that that is uh, I can't uh, release that. that that's where all the pizza money's going, dude. It's probably <laughs> cheap. It's probably cheaper upstate. It's more expensive down here. Trust me. <laughs> What's this hole in the books? Your accountant is like, oh. <laughs> Addicted to feet. Only fans, don't worry. (laughs) It's a legit hole in the books. Yeah, Yeah, what is OF? That's funny. (laughs) OF. Rory, man, it's it was awesome having you on the show, man. Because that's you're a solid, uh, uh, you're a solid. I can't even speak. uh, Example of a business owner. This is what we want. This is what we want. Because you're real. You're actually going through the hours every single day. Having to deal with whacked out employees, whacked out ex customers, which I don't know how you handle it. Oh my God. Dude, I'm going to tell you one of the best things. I think I told you this story the last time, but it's, it's worth telling again. Where many years ago, a guy and a girl started yelling at each other, trying to one up each other. Well, I got this. Well, I got this. And finally, the girl got so pissed off, she went, pulled something out between her legs, and threw it at the guy. And her tampon bounced off his shoulder and he ran like hell. And my son went in and threw up in the bathroom in the back. So that's a good day. That's a good way to end the the, uh, the story. That's yeah. I'm surprised it didn't. I'm surprised it didn't stick. Um, but the fact it bounced, that's like that's more into scientific defies laws of gravity. That's fucked up. But yeah, I mean, you see shit, you know, whether you own a bar or a pizza, place, right. you're going to see some shit, man. You're going to. You guys see it all the time, too. Yeah, people are whack. Speaking of that, I'll be up there next week. I'll I'll stop in. Okay. Stop in and have some solid wings. Good for my cholesterol, pre-diabetes. I can't wait. Um, Anyways, man, it was awesome having you on the show. Uh, Make about 70 grand over the next, uh, 80, 100 grand over the next week. And uh, we'll be, I'll be up there in a week. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Thanks Good so much. Talk to you. All right, man. That was an awesome interview, man. It's how normal people figure out how to start businesses. You just heard it from my man, Rory, running a pizza joint in upstate New York. Amazing. Uh, I thought it was awesome, Johnny. How many? He had more than one location, right? Is that because a he couple talking... locations up there? No yeah. Kidding. Okay. That's a guy I'm telling you, whenever I go up, he's working 12, 14 hours a day. Uh, he's just doing it, man. He's uh He's living the American dream. Got through COVID, got through some tough times. Uh, Huge weekend coming up with Travers weekend. He's going to be banking all weekend, busting his ass, though. So hope you guys enjoyed it. We're going to head on over to the Patreon right now. Sam's over there hanging out in the Patreon. I don't know what he's doing, but we're heading (laughs) over there. Uh, 
if you haven't joined the Patreon, man, join, man. It's it's a life changer. It's an awesome group of people over there. Yeah, it's not Let's just about it. the wins. It's a great group of people all talking to each other, communicating, learning together. It's really positive. Love it. It is. It is. Let's head on over. Let's see what the hell trouble they're getting in.